I'm Cynthia Nixon, and this is Lesson Up, a podcast for educators by educators. Because change is hard, so let's learn and grow together. On this episode of Lesson Up, we're going to talk about breakout EDU. And I'm here with Matt Robinson, who is our seventh grade history teacher. So Matt, how would you describe breakout EDU? Hmm. Breakout EDU, to me, as a teacher, it's a great opportunity for the students to utilize the four C's in a way that encounters the entire classroom along with one another and the content together. It's time-based. They try to essentially open the box up by the end of the class period, and they want to know what's inside the box. You know, they're so interested to see what's inside. <laughs> the thing that's so amazing about it is just the element of the students are having to utilize the content in a way to solve a question or a problem in the class, mm-hmm. and they have to work together. And that's the, the key, is the collaboration element. Right. The classes that do the best are the ones that know how to work as a team and utilize various skills to achieve the goal. Those that are divisive or give up usually struggle through, through it and struggle through the learning experience. So. Yeah. So basically you have a box, mm-hmm. and you have anywhere between four, five, six, seven locks, mm-hmm. depending on you know what set you have. And you have different codes. There's a mm-hmm. four number lock, there's a five letter, there's directional, mm-hmm. there's a key. So you're able to give them all kinds of puzzles that they have to solve in order to break in to mm-hmm. this box. Yes, that that's exactly it. It's essentially a treasure hunt in the classroom, specifically having to do with the content of study and um, the time given in class to open it. All right. And how have you used it in class? Like, how have you integrated it into what you're doing? And and how does that work with your classes and your class sizes? So it's really interesting to see how it works because I've used it twice. I used it once first semester when we studied Rome. And um, I also used it with the Renaissance as well. Um, I like to kind of add in another one if I can. One thing that it does take is it takes prep. It's definitely something that takes a little bit of prep. It's not something that can happen every week, I think, because of, you know, you have to know as the teacher where are all the clues that solve each of the, the locks in order to get through the box and making sure that it's set for the next class. But one thing that I found is it's a great way to either summarize some of the information in the content mm-hmm. uh, or also just introduce it kind of getting them to kind of look at different facts and different ideas and honestly just looking at different concepts through a different lens, through different angles, through different experiences. It is interesting to work with larger classes and smaller classes. I found that the smaller classes do better at it than the bigger classes. I find that the smaller classes are able to work as a team better. They're able to divide up the roles quicker and they're more willing to work together. Um, The larger classes, somebody will start working on something and then they'll leave it and then another person will start working on it and they're constantly working from the ground up. They're not building off right. of one another. The hardest thing is for the larger classes to work as a unit. There are clues that they're given. They're given hints depending on when they use those hints. Some classes choose to do it at start, which kind of gets them on the right track, get them get them rolling. Some of them kind of wait till the end, uh, but then they find usually that when they ask for help at the very end, it's too late, which yeah. is also a great lesson for them to learn that maybe kind of getting that help kind of early on, kind of putting them on the right track is a great way when they look at their own learning rather than waiting until the last five minutes of class to open up the last three locks and they're like, oh, we asked this question too late. Right. So Every time I've come in to your classroom when they've been doing these, they seem super engaged mm-hmm. and really excited about trying to get in and seeing what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, in the story you make, that makes all the difference on mm-hmm. how, what they think is in the box or, or what they're aiming for. But... I've seen several different age levels do it, and every time, every class, everyone's excited about about getting into the box and about mm-hmm. working together. And you know, some obviously, like you said, do it better than others. Yeah. But it seems like it's been a positive experience for all the students. Absolutely, they seem very engaged. I've already had students asking, "Are we gonna do that box thing again? Are we gonna, <laughs> are we gonna break into it?" 
What, what I've loved about it is it really gets the students from literally the moment they come into class till the end, they're totally engaged. They don't give up hope. If they don't understand something, they might leave it and go something else. They, they look for different connections. What's really cool is it allows some students that are a little quieter in class to feel a part of it and feel lifted up by others because they're taking the time to look at something, they find something. Another thing that has really helped that I've found, and it's really interesting, is I sometimes don't open up the box if they haven't, like they only have one lock left mm -hmm. and the time ends, the time ends. And yeah. it's getting students to feel like, wow, we, we didn't get in, but look how far we came and really wanting to know what's inside. They kind of like, <laughs> they're like so eager to know, but they learn from that too. You know what I mean? Not just giving them the answer. It's like, right. There's a little bit more. Stay tuned until tomorrow, and then they'll find those answers out. And the kids are constantly racking their minds and things like that of what things they missed or what things made sense. Um, so it's really a lot about the collaboration and communication that happens in class. And in the engagement, they learn how to communicate and collaborate. Because afterward, I tell them what I observe. Because while they're going around the room, I'm taking notes on what different people are doing and the conversations they're having. And it's really interesting to watch when they're lifting each other, when they're encouraging each other, when they're not giving up on certain things. To see where they go as a class. I mean, you have 50 minutes. Yeah. Go. They're in it. They're locked in. So... And something you said earlier, you said it kind of allows sometimes the quieter students to do it. And it's interesting mm -hmm. to see that sometimes it's the students that you wouldn't expect and the students that the other students wouldn't expect exactly. who can put something together mm -hmm. and they get super excited. And it's a way for them to kind of shine and share their voice mm -hmm. in a way that they wouldn't have necessarily without something like this. Yeah, it's really cool. I also have them pick an MVP mm -hmm. uh, at the end. Each class picks their MVP for the winning class. That MVP gets like a... A homework pass or something right and it's interesting how they choose that MVP for instance in one class there was this sheet that they had to read and it was talking about all these Renaissance artists and some people just didn't want to read through it they just were like nah, there can't be anything in there it's just too much reading essentially right. and someone sat down and read the whole thing and saw that there were a couple sentences that just didn't fit and those sentences that didn't fit if you put them together gave a clue Nice. and it, it was interesting to watch them talk about the MVP and they were like she deserved it because she was the only one that was willing to take that on. And if she didn't, we wouldn't have opened the box because right. none of us were going to do it. And the thing that was interesting was she had like a 98% in the class already that she didn't need the homework pass and they weren't right. concerned with who needed it. It was who deserved it. And it was just so cool to kind of watch that of like that human nature at a seventh grade level to be like, does it go to the person that deserves it? It's the one that needs it. Because I've seen that as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Where, oh, well, who has the lowest grade? Who deserves the, the homework pass compared mm -hmm. to who deserves it, whether or not they need it or not? It was really interesting to kind of, I love those types of encounters, and especially in a history class, because they oh, yeah. can come up in different levels and different regards. So This activity just brings out so many different facets of their personalities and mm -hmm. of their work ethic that you wouldn't see in any other way. It's, it's absolutely it's not something that I would do every day. I don't think mentally you could handle right. it as a teacher. <laughs> yes. uh, but it is something where, you know, to throw it in every six weeks or so or something to really shake things up and getting students on the edge of their seats and mm -hmm. actually out of their seats yeah. um, and moving around the classroom and problem solving in a different way and thinking outside the box and watching the way that some people think with one, one side of their brain and people are thinking with the other side of their brain and they're just working together and collaborating on mm -hmm. trying to all solve opening of this box it's a really great experience for the students to really become more of a team as a class mm -hmm. to succeed together and I think that even transfers into when you do other style projects in class as well yeah. they're more willing to see each other as a team working together toward the goal rather than individuals all trying to get an A we're all trying to 
do the best that we can individually in this class. It's like, well, we're a team. We're going to rise together with this. Yeah. So would you recommend Breakout EDU to other teachers? I would. I think Breakout EDU is a wonderful tool. It can be used in any subject in various ways. I mean, I can, I can totally imagine it really across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots of things online too. Like the two lessons that I've done were based in ones that I found actually on the Breakout EDU website and then I adapted them into my curriculum, which was really cool because I don't have to make necessarily all the individual elements of it. It's mm-hmm. kind of not recreating the wheel, but kind of refashion yeah (laughs) you know what I mean which has been helpful to kind of pull and then modify for my curriculum yeah yeah Yeah. and like you mentioned there's a lot of great resources online you've got the breakout edu website there's a breakout edu group on Facebook Mm -hmm. that gives a lot of information and people are sharing games and you can create games and because there's so many that are already done that if it fits for your curriculum you can just adapt one of those because it's done very well yeah. And they're done for all grade levels and all different kinds. And mm-hmm. people are offering up games that they've made. So there's a lot of resources out there for you. And once you get the hang of it, then you mm-hmm. can kind of start building more of your own games. But it's really exciting to see some of the teachers at our school start to use this and start to yeah. integrate it. And, and it's a great tool. <laughs> yeah. It, it, is, it is a great tool. It's something that you can do it at all grade levels and you can go as deep as you want with it too. Very cool. Well, thank you for sharing with us your experience about this and telling us more about Breakout EDU. Always remember, we'll have resources on bit.ly slash lesson up. Thanks for listening in. Until next time, don't be afraid to challenge yourself to lesson up.